Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. There was, there was no swearing last night. It did not get that bad. Joining us now live from Washington, ABC's Karen Travers on the State of the Union Address. Actually, Karen, for the most part, there was actually some bipartisanship, right? Some support from both sides in some of what the president said last night. Yes, somewhat. You know, but I think it's <laughs> going to be remembered for some of the back and forth, uh, which is not usually heard or seen in State of the Union addresses. Uh, this felt had, you know, had a feel of more of like a British Parliament type thing where there was uh, that heckling. But the president fed off of it. You know, he didn't just, you know, stare them down. He engaged a bit with those House Republicans. And the White House uh, was very pleased with how that went. Uh, we were told that when the House Republicans were uh, kind of going back and forth with uh, the president on that part about Social Security and Medicare, there was cheering and high-fiving at the White House during that part when the president said, we're not going to have a problem about cuts to those entitlement programs. And they thought overall that the president fed off the energy in the room last night and that it was a great moment that people will remember uh, because they thought the president kind of walked House Republicans into that commitment there. I think notably, though, we talked about this in the lead up to the speech. The White House said it was going to be a reflection on the two years and what the president has done and an outreach to Republicans to try and build off of that work to continue economic progress. And that's exactly what it was. It wasn't a laundry list of big, big ideas of what can be done over the next two years. There's a reality about what is possible now uh, with the Democratic Senate, a Republican House and the Democrat in the White House. Do you think the drama of these speeches is something that is going to continue into the future? Yes, yes, I do. (laughs) Is this intentional with the reality TV kind of vibe? Uh, You know, like in terms of the the, the sort of the heckling and those moments like that? Yeah, and, you know, just it, it doesn't, to me, as a spectator, it doesn't seem like very good optics to have all these lawmakers, you know, up and screaming liar. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, perhaps not. And you know, I think Kevin McCarthy didn't seem to like it, too. There were several occasions where the House Speaker was shushing members of his own party, kind of giving a little bit of a quick glare to tell people to knock it off, uh, because I think he was recognizing it wasn't a good look. That's not usually what we see in State of the Union addresses. It, it's not the type of vibe that's in the room like that. It is a much more staid, quiet, somber address. I don't think the president minded it last night. (laughs) He, like I Mm -hmm. said, seemed to feed off of that. One of my colleagues had a chance to catch him quickly as he was leaving the Capitol last night and asked him what he thought of the rowdy reception. And the president said, rowdy? I thought it was a nice reception. But then he laughed. (laughs) So I think he kind of understood, you know, that's how it was going to be received at home. But he didn't seem to mind it too much. And now he takes his show on the road. He's going to be here in Wisconsin today. Yeah, he is. He's traveling in about two hours to Madison, uh, where he will be continuing that economic message. This is traditional after the State of the Union for presidents to hit the road to kind of, you know, take the message out there for a spin, try and keep getting some mileage out of it. Largely, we'll hear uh, familiar themes from last night. He's also going to be traveling to Florida tomorrow to keep up that same message. ABC's Karen Travers. Thank you.